Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Bob and I were talking about our respective hiking experiences and for him, when I look at his photos, they are these majestic, enormous old growth trees and these gorgeous mountaintops and these meadows with flowers and it's like the most pristine wilderness ever and they would camp and it would be so silent and dark and the stars and the natural beauty and on and on. So he did say though that every step they had to be really aware because of how the trail has eroded over the last 40 years that uh, if <laughs> one of our friends would, he took his eyes off the road occasionally to, or the path to look at the wildflowers and three times he had tumbled down a hill because he just took a misstep in that moment. And so the need to be ever vigilant, I thought, oh my goodness, that is really intense. <laughs> Very different than walking on cobblestones through lovely streets. But uh, so when I asked Bob, I was like, so for you, you were with people, but you didn't necessarily feel chatty. And so if your two companions would talk, you would go, you would just fall back a little bit so you could still be listening, but not um, super, or like not super engaged. I'm sure he was just praying or focused on completing the task at hand. And so the physically, there was the physical challenge. He also said that he was the oldest of all of the people that they ran into on the trail, that every person who passed them, passed them walking significantly faster than they were going. And he's like, I'm in pretty good shape for a 65 year old. But anyway, that was, uh, maybe a little bit of a blow to his competitive spirit, but overall that was, it was kind of like, be prepared. This is going to happen. You know, you've been doing this for three days and are still acclimating to the altitude. And many of these people have been on the trail already for five months and they've put in their time and they are ready to go. So Uh, All of that was fascinating. But what that means is that really for him, it was a lot of physical challenge. (laughs) He didn't have lovely pools or lovely pastries as he was walking his uh, trail. But for me, I I did have physical challenge, like carrying a 16-pound pack and walking between, well, I guess the shortest day was about 17 miles and the longest was about... Uh, a little over 26, maybe 27. That's right. It was a little over 27. Anyway, in that range. So average of 20, that was, that was significant for me. That was, uh, in regular life, Bob walks more than I do. And so that was quite an increase for me over my personal best from the past, like double. (laughs) And so there was a physical challenge. There was a challenge though, also of just relational uh, aloneness. And I think for Bob and his companions, not only did they have the three of them, but as other people would come up, they would chat with them and talk about their experiences and maybe not at length, but at least a little bit, there was a, a, the points of human connection. And for me, it was like, well, I did jump on a prayer call once for 30 minutes and I talked to my sister once for 30 minutes and I talked to my husband once for 30 minutes. So I was not entirely devoid of human contact, but really the rest of my trip was pretty much just good morning in Portuguese or in Spanish and the Buen Camino when we had the opportunity. So that was in retrospect, that was pretty disorienting. That was relationally very, very little. 
But beyond that, I think what I had not really, like on some level, I had recognized this as I was going, but as I've come back and been in my home space, it has been so much more clear to me that the really, what I was up against was just so many spiritual issues. (laughs) And I was not... I was not processing on that level. I think because it was so beautiful and in my mind I was going on vacation, I was just not as aware as I probably should have been around what was happening in the different communities. And the reality is, as I walked, I mean, this is so typical of Europe, right? Where (laughs) if I'm going to walk for 20 miles, I'm going to go through five different communities during that time. And they each have their different Uh, spirit of the place. And then when I stayed in different places, every night I was in a different town until I reached Santiago and I had two nights in that town. But it was like, I was always on the go. And the idea of all of these things clinging on all of these different uh, spiritual entities. And even, you know, I remember getting so flustered the day that I crossed over from Portugal to Spain because I was like, wow, I just hate Spain. And that is not very gracious to say, and hopefully I would not agree with that any longer. But at the time it was like, oh, I'm just bereaved over Portugal. Like I just miss it. And Spain felt different. And I was talking to Cindy McFadden doing kind of like a post trip prayer uh, debrief. And she had said, you know, Amy, Spain is different. It's it's hard. My husband was so lonely when he went there. Uh, and he's not normally a lonely person. And so I think just the reality of saying, okay, I was worn down physically. I was worn down relationally and kind of in terms of uh, family or like, yeah, just human contact. I was worn down spiritually in a way that I was completely oblivious to for a long time. And then I was also just not being very nice to myself. Like, why am I failing on this venture? Why am I not enjoying it every moment? Why am I such a complainer? Why am I so pathetic? Like, just these mean barbs turned against me. So that was, that was not overly nice. And I guess even as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm thinking about the definition of shalom and how a shalom means right relationship between yourself and God and yourself and yourself and yourself and others and yourself and the earth. And, you know, I really felt the Lord being close to me during that entire time, which was such a grace in the midst of a sense of such chaos, uh, or what felt like such chaos, to have a sense that the Lord was so present and so near and was speaking to me even in ouch, unexpected ways that I wasn't aware of or wasn't anticipating. (laughs) Kind of like I had my expectation around how he was going to speak and it wasn't like that at all. But I think the, uh, so in terms of my relationship with God, I felt like that was beautiful. But all of the other relationships were just a little bit off, right? Like it was not comfortable for me to be on the earth. Those specific places of land were not necessarily places of peace for me. And then, and I think in my mind, I was like, these are roads that people have prayed and walked for hundreds or thousands of years, like maybe not thousands, plural, but you know, a thousand years. And so it was, it was surprising to me to have 
not a sense of, oh, I'm joining the great uh, conversation of prayer to the Lord. But anyway, that was, I guess, even just processing this now, I hadn't really realized that or put that, put words to that, but yeah, that happened. And so there was like a disconnect between me and the earth and then a disconnect between me and the other people just because I didn't speak the language. And then definitely a disconnect between me and myself and uh, like different facets of myself. So it, it was interesting to say, yeah, my experience was very different than Bob's, that the challenges on the one hand, there was a little bit of overlap, but his challenges <laughs> were very much related to creature comforts. And mine were, uh, my creature comforts were pretty much well satisfied in the sense of like, oh yes, please give me the pastry filled with Nutella. I will say yes to that. But uh, they were not overly satisfied in terms of uh, or just like, like physically I hurt and then all of these other challenges as well. So it's just interesting to compare notes after the fact and maybe to develop a little bit more grace for myself and uh, and a little bit more perspective. Like, okay, that was hard, but it wasn't the end of the world. <laughs> we survived and we're all good now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.